0: You're listening to Were You Still Talking? All right, well, let me go ahead and get started. Uh, first of all, thanks Thanks for coming on. Thanks for Appreciate having it. me. You bet. You bet. Hey, welcome to another episode. This is Joel, and I am back on Zoom today. Uh, today on the Zoom, I have author Jesse Cruz. He has written a book, Live Your Dash, Discovering the Eight F's of freedom. He's proudly served our country as an Iraq War veteran in the U.S. Army. Jesse's also the assistant director of the Ontario, Ontario County Youth Advocate Programs. In addition to this, he's been engaged in speaking at correctional facilities and coaching sports. He has a B.A. in community youth development. He's pursuing his master's in theology at Colgate-Rochester Crozier Divinity School. In his spare time, he also likes travel hiking with family and friends, don't we all? yeah so really nice to have you here man how you doing
1: i'm doing well it's a pleasure to be here thank you so much for your time
0: you bet my pleasure i uh love having conversations with people from around the country and uh and especially people you know who are doing things to motivate and help other people uh that's always a great thing i think and um yeah. What, so what, sort of, what drove you to, to write a book in the first place? That seems like a, a huge project. You're still pretty young. What, uh, <laughs> what, what, what gave you the idea to, to, put, um, to put it on paper, to put it, write an entire book?
1: Well, actually, it started with something I went to a few years ago. Uh, my wife and I had a child who was born prematurely.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She
1: was due in May of 2017, but she was born in January. So she was extremely premature and to that process, you know, I was in the hospital every day with her and watching her fight for her life, you know, and it was heartbreaking. I mean, it was, it was terrible. You know what I mean? Just to kind of go through the emotions and all the pain of seeing her struggle to breathe was, was challenging for me. Yeah. Um, and she fought every day. And then after 42 days she passed away. Wow. And from that experience, I said, you know, I want to make her proud. I want to carry on her legacy and that's what I've been doing, and that's what birthed the book. Um, I sat down, I, I wrote it on a piece of paper, and I cried my eyes out every single day until this book was written. And here it is. It's going all over the country. So it's because of her, you know, fighting every single day inspired me to keep on fighting every single day.
0: That's um, that's amazing. That That's a incredible story. And it's, uh, I mean, it's always amazing to me when people are able to share that with others, um, you know, and, and able to to put that, you know, obviously heartbreaking experience into something that that's positive and that is going to help other people. That's that's beautiful. It's really nice stuff. Um, so tell me, what are the eight F's? Tell me a little bit about the eight. Okay. F's.
1: So, so that when I was writing it, you know, I I noticed a theme was developing. So the first F was focus because I mm-hmm. truly believe we become what we think about, whether for good or for bad. So I realized that the power of our thoughts directly guides our actions, our behaviors, our attitudes, our success and failures. Everything in our lives is is based on what we focus on. So that's why it's the first chapter of the book, and that's why it's so important for everything that we do to be very aware of every action that we take was rooted in a thought. Nothing that we do was done without a thought so the better our thoughts the better our actions so if we have stinking thinking we're going to have actions that reflect that as well so if we choose to take our thoughts captive and be intentional about doing the right thing in our mind it becomes a reality um in um our actions
0: and that i mean you kind of proved that out when you sat down and wrote a book um because i know that that's a that's a pretty big endeavor and um how long, I mean, how long did it take you to get it down? And did you actually write the whole thing on, on, with pen and paper? Was that, was that your process?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. just the process real quick. I, I wrote, a, I think it was about a, a week and a half after she passed away. I started writing the book uh, from pen to paper, you know. So, I filled up an entire notebook. I wrote six days a week. Um, I would write every single morning until I filled up at least a page, And then I repeated that until the whole notebook was full. Then I took all that content that I wrote in the notebook and then I typed it all up. And so that was my process um, for the beginning stages. And, you know, from editing and getting a publisher all in all, I mean, it was about a two-year process to get it to where I wanted it to be.
0: But you did have, I mean, the the thing that I kind of heard there was you had the discipline to sit down every day and and you're going to write a page and then that page would turn into more and more and more. So... So that right there was um, using what was in your mind to to go forward and and write and and you know get those get that stuff out there so that's amazing um, yeah that's incredible uh, what are some of the other things uh, that are in there also
1: uh, the book shifts some focus and then I talk about fitness because I believe everybody. You know, wants to be healthier, and if not, they will. There will come a point where they'll be forced to be healthier if they don't intentionally choose it now. Uh, they will see that you know the importance of staying active. Not necessarily you have. You don't have to go to a gym to be fit. You can. You can exercise in your own home. Um, and it's not always just about physical fitness. You know, I'm big on mental fitness as well. So when you work out, you're focusing on your reps and your weights and time and, you know, calorie count, whatever the case may be. But when you're focused on mental fitness, you're, you're focused on challenging your brain, whether that's learning a new skill, reading a book, going to a conference. So fitness is more than just your physical body, it is also your mind. And for anything that we want to accomplish in life, it's going to reach Require those two things to be working together to accomplish the task.
0: Oh yeah, that's a hundred percent. Fitness is your mind, I think, um, because without, without you know, without your your mental abilities and your mental discipline, there is no fitness. You know, how many people get up and do physical fitness stuff without some kind of discipline? Now, some people love it. Some people started, you know, playing sports when they were really young, and so their fitness is sports, and they absolutely love it. But I know a lot of people, uh, even even professional athletes, uh, to do to uh, to work out every day and do some kind of fitness. It takes incredible incredible discipline. I actually have been through a long period of injuries where um, it was really hard to work out, and I'm just getting back to where I can do something. So one of my things is. Um, uh, another thing I like to tell people is, if you are physically able to exercise or move in any way, do it. You owe it to yourself because there may be something could happen and you can't, and then you know that sucks. Trust me, uh, that that's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's not, it's not good. So you got to be, you got to be there. But yeah, mental dis... I, I mean, to me, uh, it's it's that ninety uh, percent inspiration and ten percent perspiration. That's that's really what it boils down to with physical fitness. Um, people think that bodybuilders work out all the time. But, you know, a bodybuilder, somebody that's getting to that level of fitness, which is mostly about show, I understand, but mostly what they're doing to get that huge is eating and planning, right? that That's most of their day and a little bit of it. That two hours, maybe three a day, is working out. That's a small part of your day. So, yeah, I've always always thought that mental fitness is just as important, um, if not more important than physical. F- I mean, it's going to lead to physical fitness. I guess that's what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, what are some of the other ideas in the in the book?
1: I mean, so I. I run through you know other chapters such as topics of finance um, fun that 's another topic because I think those are both you know very important. you know I even go as far as to talk about forgiveness, friendships, family faith um, and the, and these are all things that are very relatable to um, everyday situations that we experience so um, I just I feel like every topic every chapter of this book relates to every person's life in some way. Uh, some For some parts, the chapters are more relevant to certain people than others, but all chapters are important because no matter what you believe or where you live or whatever your background, all these different areas will impact your life in some way.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. And you also do public speaking, and you've, you've even spoken uh, in correctional facilities. So how... How did that start? like how did you get started doing that? Was that also inspired from the book or or was that kind of a separate thing
1: That, that was something that was done separately um, that was an invitation I had to come in there and do the Sunday morning chapel services and I, mm-hmm. and I did that for about a couple of years and and just going sharing my faith um, with these gentlemen and and sharing some of my my struggles and my uh, background and And it was very impactful, you know what I mean, because not because I'm just some great speaker, but more so that um, they had someone in there who was just telling them the truth about what I've gone through and not trying to come at anybody like I'm better than anybody. I'm Mm -hmm. not smarter than anybody. I just want to be real and, and understand that we all have struggles. We all have things that have traumatized us and we all have pain. And I just openly share my pain and know that we're all in this together, and let's just work on healing and getting better and taking that pain and turn it into our purpose.
0: Oh, yeah, I love that. That uh, That's a really good good idea. Um, and, I mean, taking your pain and, and sharing it with other people in order for them to grow is, I- I'm always impressed by people that do that. Um, it seems to be happening more and more. And uh it, that's uh, something that's really difficult to me. I'm kind of a private person, but uh, you know it's, it's really awesome that you can do that. You can um, put that out there to help other people. Um, it's, it is inspirational, absolutely. Um, and so when you this is, I'm changing the subject a little bit. <laughs> when, you, when you travel, where do you like to go? What kind of place do you like to travel to?
1: Well, I'll I'll start with my all-time two favorite places that I've been to. Um, number one is Hawaii. Um, absolutely love it there.
0: Yeah, me too. That's that. Uh, uh, that's one of my all-time favorite places. <laughs> the and big my
1: island. next, <laughs> yeah, I have not, not been to the Big Island, uh-huh. but I went to the island of Kauai, um, which was just uh, fantastic. And my second favorite place is Iceland.
0: Oh, Iceland! Wow, Iceland's the green one, right? absolutely greenland's ice yeah. iceland's green you yeah. got it yeah, yeah. okay yeah okay. we're some
1: traveling addicts you know we we love to travel and explore and see the world and and uh, those are two places that stick out the most
0: oh awesome uh, so what's like what's greenland like what do you li- what did you like about it there it's isn't that a fairly small population in greenland yeah so i think
1: iceland is about iceland sorry yeah geographically it's about the size of georgia and i think they got about three to four hundred thousand people um very isolated island um the people were friendly um and I, i really enjoyed it i mean i'm a big into nature into hiking and exploring and so that i mean it's the greenest place like on earth like i've never seen anything like it so Um, It's just a a beautiful place and a great experience. And I'd love to go back.
0: Mm -hmm. Awesome. What kind of, do they have wildlife there? So there's,
1: there's not like main predators there because where they're located. So they don't really have uh, much of that. Um, Mm -hmm. I I did learn while I was there on one of the, the tours that they have a huge bird population. So I think they said that two thirds of all species of birds live in Iceland. Um, which I found out to be very intriguing. Um, but as far as seeing, I didn't see much wildlife I was there. I mean, the, the the main thing that I saw that was intriguing was the there are birds called puffins. I don't know if you've ever seen the puffin cereal, but um, they're, it's, a, it's a very unique-looking kind of bird. Um, we did go see some of those. That was pretty cool. Um, but we didn't see much wildlife where we were there.
0: Yeah, we have puffins in the zoos around here. I think somewhere on the West Coast actually have puffins, but they're a different species than what would be an Iceland. Um, similar looking bird though. So, yeah, and I yeah. would say
1: my our our most recent trip was just, you know, back in July, we actually did come out to the West Coast. Um mm-hmm. we saw pretty much all of Oregon. Um and then we went up to Washington and, and it was a nice little road trip. So the West is it's absolutely beautiful out west. I, I love it out there.
0: Yeah, it is. It's a beautiful place. It's still on my bucket list to see the rest of the U.S. That's kind of—I mean, I want to see the whole world, but I also want to see kind of everywhere in the U.S. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. So much to see. <laughs> There's so much to see. It's a—it's a big country. It's pretty amazing. Um, yeah. Anything stand out when you were out here in Oregon? Did you go to like Crater Lake or anything?
1: Absolutely. You, you went to did. Crater Lake. Right. Uh, just astonishing. Just amazing. Um, Columbia River area, that was that was just beautiful. Mount Hood, um, the coastline like Cannon Beach, um, seeing the beaches on the coast. I, I just thought Oregon—it was just a beautiful, beautiful state. I, I love it there.
0: Yeah, it's nice out here. Uh, and Rochester is almost on the same line, I think, isn't it? Similar, I believe. It's, yeah, it's similar, it's similar. Close. Yeah, pretty close. It's just directly, almost straight across. So the weather must be similar. Um, yeah. It, it's interesting. I've lived here a long time, so I'm kind of ready to, to go somewhere else, but <laughs> it's nice here. <laughs> it's it is nice very place. nice there. Uh... Yeah. Everyone loves it in Oregon. It's a big one. Um, and uh, so uh, uh, back to your book, you talked about um, faith, family, and you actually work um, as a youth as a youth pastor? Youth advocate. Youth advocate. So you work with um, really people who are in trouble or just everybody?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I I work with uh, youth who are, you know, needed some guidance. These youth aren't necessarily at risk or in trouble. These are Mm -hmm. youth that we've identified to be people who could become leaders and we provide them with extra support. You know, my program specifically targets a – a minority population that we believe who can take the next step in, in becoming leaders in their community. So it's so important that they have, you know, a male role model to be there as a support uh, someone that they can trust. So I spend time with them on a regular basis, um, just guiding them through life. And if they need assistance and help, I'm always there. And, um, even when they don't need me, I'm still showing up because I just what I got to check on them. I got to make sure they're doing okay, no matter what, you know, just so it's about that consistency. I think everybody needs consistency. So you know, consistently showing up to be there as a support is huge for them.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. That's uh that's awesome. That's a, that's a great thing to, to do. And I mean, f- for kids to have somebody in their life and and have some guidance is a big thing. Uh, kids of every age, <laughs> I mean, Absolutely. people of every age. Uh, have you? Uh, are you doing any like book tours or anything like that with the book? Have you? Have you been to that? Got to that level where you can, you know, go around and sign autographs, speak about the book, things like that. So or,
1: I mean, yeah, over before COVID. Um, came around i mean i was right. i was doing you know i was setting up tables at you know um, local concert venues in my neighborhood local library book fairs book festivals book signings at barnes and noble yeah so i was going all around this region and, and doing book signings and doing some speaking and you know signing autographs and all this so it, was, it was a great experience you know i mean and hopefully pick that back up again you know when things continued to open up you know
0: right right yeah, I'm actually wearing my team colors because football's starting tonight. And uh, I don't know if that's oh, good. Oh, that's my
1: team, too. That's my <laughs> team. We got the same. Yes, right. it is. I love that. Nice. Francisco.
0: Yes. So close. So close. <laughs> so close.
1: But yeah, so far away.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So Yeah, I don't know if that's going to be fun watching football or just really strange. It, it should be I'm fun. I'm adjusting to watching the we'll NBA
1: because that's my favorite sport, and it's definitely different, but... If you love the sport, you can watch it without fans. It's yeah, it's just different.
0: That's true. That's true. Well, ha! We've been watching um the Last Dance. Have you seen that?
1: I no, I don't think I have.
0: It's about Michael Jordan's last season. It's a oh, Netflix oh, series. Oh, the Last yeah. Dance. Oh yeah. no, okay. Isn't that what it's I called? Thought Maybe you, I got the name. No, right.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's my fault. I actually have seen the whole thing, so I don't even okay. want to sit here lying. I thought for some reason you were talking about some type of dance show, and I was like,
0: uh no. But oh, the well, there's a lot of those out, too. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, that's no, right. I don't think so. Dancing with but- the basketball greats now. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, Last Dance of Michael Jordan, phenomenal. I mean, yeah. it was an amazing documentary. I loved it.
0: Yeah, that's – I'm just blown away by it. I'm not a huge basketball fan, which I don't know why, because it's a much more exciting game than football. But um, it's just – I don't know. It's a phenomenal story. And it, and it was a different time. Like, I recognize all the names that, you know, in that uh, documentary, all the people he played with, all the teams he played against. Mm-hmm. Of course, one of them's the Blazers. So I knew about the Blazers. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they, they, they don't talk much about it. But when they went to the playoffs, that was huge. I mean, the Blazers were not doing well for years before that. And so when they went up against, when they make it to the playoffs, that's a big deal. Nowadays, they're a much better team. It happens a lot more often, but... Yeah, in the Mm -hmm. 90s, that was a big deal. Anyway, uh, inspirational, inspirational story. And, uh, uh, you know, incredible athletes, absolutely. Um, No, I lost my train of thought. Can't remember what I was talking. (laughs) Can't remember what I was on about. Uh, Yeah. Um, So what... uh, What other play? I'm I'm uh, I'm going to cut part of this out because I'm blanking. Oh, I know. I actually have. I want to. uh, I haven't done this for a little while, but I actually have a a list of questions that works for anybody. So uh, (laughs) this is a this is kind of a fun thing. Um, All right. So the first one, and this relates to something we talked about earlier. Do you like turtles? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um. Yes, specifically sea turtles.
0: Yeah, that's where I get the question. I loved swimming with turtles in Hawaii. It's one of my yes, favorite Yes, that's what we did together. It was awesome. Sea turtles on the yeah. ocean. It's the best. It's just phenomenal. Uh, you ever thought about doing a podcast? Like starting your own podcast?
1: Absolutely. I definitely have thought of that, for sure.
0: All right. Great. And what, what do you think it would be about? I think it would be about
1: interviewing and connecting with other leaders um, who are inspiring to, aspiring to grow um, and want to help other people do the same.
0: Oh, yeah. That's, that's good. My podcast is about everything, but it's good to have a specific subject. <laughs> I think it's helpful. Uh, do you believe in luck?
1: No. No?
0: Not no. at all? Not on any level? Okay. Um, social media? Good or bad
1: depends on whose hands it's in. Good answer. Just like just like Good anything answer. else in life, yeah. all depends on whose hands it's in.
0: Yeah, I am. Um, one thing that I'm always inspired by when something like what's happening now in Oregon happens is the um, this is where social media shines, because you know everyone's using uh, all these different social media sites to connect. And to see uh, if somebody is is okay, and to see where to get help, and to see where to send help. So, in that case, it's good. Uh, there's a lot of other things, but maybe aren't great. So, <laughs> in whose hands? And yeah, uh, do you have a favorite podcast? Not only may that you listen to, or maybe that you've been on. You, this isn't your first favorite. one. No, my favorite
1: podcast that I listen to. Yeah, I would say my favorite podcast. One of them is it's called the Naked Marriage. Mm-hmm. That's my probably my favorite podcast. Right. Absolutely
0: cool. And this is an odd one. Get any new furniture lately? No. I, I get that it's been, it's been a little while. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Unless you count like uh, outside, like Adirondack chairs or sure. some deck chairs. I mean, if that's the case, then yes,
0: that's furniture. <laughs> That's fur. That's yeah. the best kind of furniture. We can sit out and relax, and that's what you need right now. Uh, what's the last thing you bought online?
1: I'm sure it was a book. That's the only thing I buy.
0: Oh, okay. So, <laughs> sure it Had to have been a book. I don't Good. buy anything else. Wow. So you still use Amazon <laughs> for books? But
1: that's the only thing I use it people.
0: for. <laughs> people forget that's all it was it wasn't not very long ago it was just going back
1: to the roots (laughs) that's right where it all started
0: (laughs) right on cool cool uh you broken any laws lately
1: um i mean i guess if you count speeding um yeah i mean we i guess i I guess i guess i break that every day because i don't i don't you know the speed limit says 30 i I probably never go exactly 30, so I guess that's one that I probably break on a regular basis is, you know, 35, whatever, you know, so I guess that'd be the one.
0: That would be, yeah, that's That's, just, that's pretty normal. My wife and I <laughs> actually met in Southern California, and we moved up here from there, and we had to get used to going the speed limit, because, you know, in large cities, nobody goes to the speed limit. You'd never get anywhere, so uh-huh. everyone's either stopped or they're going 80, Oh, yeah. exactly it's a weird one <laughs> um have you ever wanted to do some you actually do several things for a living have you ever wanted to do something else have you ever thought uh of another career path that maybe you want to do or are or, or going to do
1: like at any point in my life no uh, yeah oh i'd say when i was a kid um I wanted to be a pro basketball player or a music artist. So when I was a kid, those are two things that I aspired to be: a famous Uh athlete or a a famous music
0: artist. And did you play basketball
1: when I was a kid? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, you play in high school and college, and
1: no, no. I actually, you know, it was when I was a lot younger that was my dream. But as I grew up, uh, you know. It wasn't my dream, but that's kind of one that I think about when I was really young. Uh, mm-hmm. I, and I think the f- the most famous one of them all when I was really, really young was I want to be an astronaut just because I wanted to fly in the air, not knowing all the college and education it took to become an astronaut. I just wanted to go float in the air somewhere. So
0: oh yeah, and now <laughs> like it just everybody takes, else, <laughs> like everyone else, now it just takes money. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you can go float in space. One day, if you can afford to, which is just boggling to me that anyone is going to be able to go to space because it used to be astronauts only. Um, oh, do you believe in talent? Yes. You do? I okay. believe
1: everyone has at least one.
0: Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I About believe in Who everyone, they are. Yeah.
1: They have one at least.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. I think so, too. Oh, and uh, I think you—I ha- think I know the answer to this one. Do you think there's something after this, an afterlife? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Without I, a doubt. Right. I figured that there would be no question for you, <laughs> but it's always an interesting one to ask. It's always good. Well, listen. I know you got other things to do, and uh, it's very really hard to breathe here. So I think we're going to wrap this up. And um, again, I really want to thank you for coming on. It's been awesome talking to you. Thank Thanks you so coming. much for
1: having me. You bet. It's been a lot of fun.
0: It's, it's been good. Thanks for coming on the show. You've been listening to Were You Still Talking? This is Joel Albrecht and my guest today has been author Jesse A. Cruz. He has a new book out. Well, it's not new anymore, but it still is because of COVID. It's, everything's still new. It's called Live Your Dash, Discovering the 8S to Freedom. You can get it in the show notes. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, all of Jesse's information, too, if you want links to um, his book and stuff, and it'll be in the show notes. And uh, as I always say, be good to each other. And lately, as I want to remind people, be good to yourself. All right. That is it. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I appreciate you coming on, Um, and I appreciate the work you're doing.